This is Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. Alrighty, so this is Gears and Beers, episode 90, shit, what was it? Six? Six. six. <laughs> we were just talking about it and I wow, forgot. Good, such a stitch good job. <laughs> Been a long you had one. You had one chance to do one a good intro and that's it. I never do good, uh, good Mom intros. Mom spaghetti, boy. I never do good intros. It should be expected by now. Yeah, nah. It still surprises <sighs> me, somehow. Well, it's your problem, not mine. Yes. Yeah, it it's is. It's entirely I, I, on I need you. to lower my expectations. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, me we're talking get, about get here. Get right in the gutter. Yes. That's all right, mate. Mm. Uh, well, we've got a little bit of little bit on tonight. You got a bit of news? I got a car review, actually. Whoa. Yeah. A rental. A rental review. Oh, is it a big load of... Uh, <laughs> load? No, 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 it's something I'll else. You know, I'll, when we get to it, I'll, I'll talk about it. But uh, I thought you. I thought it was an eye load, but no, it's something different. I remember now. I won't spoil it. I didn't even tell you what I was driving. You did. Is it the one you you drove it over a week ago or recently? No, I talked about uh, the Kia Carnival. I talked about last episode. <laughs> ah, okay, all right. Were you here for again. last episode? I'm pretty sure you were there. Yeah, I, just, I talked I, about it. At I length. know we talked about it before the pod. I didn't think we spoke about right. it during said pod when we were several beers in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, you got anything? What? Good. Um, so, what what news have you got? Mate, I, I had no time in, to look today. In 2020, mm. Kia. Will be what releasing. What was that? Yeah, I've, I was going to let it slide. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you don't remember the old Kia ads? You mean Kia? That's better. Yeah. I don't know what yours was like a, a was like, monkey Kia. or something, mate. Or like I don't know, kung fu fighting shit going on. Whereas so, his so was you sound like it's a bad thing. It was. Well. <laughs> anyway, they are going to be releasing an all-wheel drive version of the Stinger. It already exists. It's it is what? Yep. In the states, it's already yeah. a thing. This is Do they mean they're releasing it in Australia? No. Well, it says here that it gets it's going to get all-wheel drive with a drift mode, but it's only a special edition for North America. But apparently, but it is a thing it's in a America. Thing. <laughs> it's a real. This like is not full, new news. It's a full-time thing. Maybe. It is a real oh, thing, but, it's but maybe the thing. drift maybe the drift button is the the news bit. Oh, uh, it could be. It could maybe. be. They could have done a Toyota, and because it's got special orange paint, maybe the mm. special orange paint. It's is. actually a white car underneath, so you open the hood yeah. and there's all white in there. Yeah, oh, with the God. overspray. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, let's let's hide the overspray by putting you know, Brembo's on it. I was reading. Oh, I was on Reddit. Strangely enough, I don't I don't often go on Reddit, but they were talking about the Stinger and they were saying that it just didn't have the impact in America that they thought it would. There was a lot of hype and then the sales haven't really backed it up. Interesting. And they were saying a lot of the reason was because of actually the dealerships. A lot of people were keen on the car and the, the Kia dealers treated them like, you know, like nobodies. Yeah, and, right. And, and just carried on as if like the Stinger was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And apparently, a lot of people got turned off by it. it. It's the dealer networks in America for like every brand are just like a weird circus of just nonsense. Like oh, yeah. you never hear really of a good example of a car dealership in America. They no. always seem to be fucked. Yeah, it's sort of like you buy a car off them, and then it's just like Russian roulette with your rights <laughs> as a consumer <laughs> exactly. as to whether you'll get you know <laughs> fucked over or not. <laughs> if you get the right car, or whether it's going to show up, or if you get your right car, and then with that Type R chip, it, it, it has to go on display for a week <laughs> or something. It just seems like all the dealerships over there just treat a warranty as something that's optional <laughs> and not nothing really mandatory. They have to comply it, by. It's, it's just, just it's just weird because like their whole business model relies on good customer service. Yeah, but most of them don't seem to want to offer that. No. It's uh, really bizarre. Like, 
I, I would love to have a, a Dodge Charger or Challenger or something, mm. you know, from FCA, but even in the States, the dealers are just like, oh, God, if you've got an issue, which yeah. you probably will have an issue because yeah. FCA. Because FCA, um, yeah, it's exactly. It's just like, you know, yeah, spin spin the revolver, man, like, and just ho- hope it comes off because mm. I, I, I've heard stories of guys just putting, putting a Mopar-approved intake on a Hellcat Supercharger blew up. Dealer denied the warranty, saying no, nah, because of the because your intake. And it's like the dealer fitted it. It's a deal apart, yeah. and you're still denying my warranty for a known issue with the supercharger. It wasn't screwed on properly. Right. It was some weird, really. It was, it was a design it was, flaw. It must have been the Friday afternoon car. Oh, you yeah, know, like yeah, it's it like that last one before you know Smoko or something. I'll say it's an FCA <laughs> pump out a hell of a lot of cars <laughs> on the last hour of a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, just, I just thought it was interesting, you know. And even over here in Australia, it mimics it with the with the stinger. Yeah, there's a lot of hype, but the sales they've been good, but they not. Were, they were strong. They they were they were more than what Kia anticipated because um, we uh, dealerships well, sold through their allocations, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that initial batch was sold, there was a massive wait. Right. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they like they weren't anticipating the um the demand. No. So what you so, think you think the slow sales are because of a supply bottleneck? Yeah, it was like holy shit, we sold out. And now we have to wait for Old Mate over in South Korea to make another Old Mate. And, and everyone went, well, Oh fine, I'll just yeah. buy one of those Commodores. Yeah, exactly. They've gone, Oh, I can't, I don't want to wait. The I'm gonna Opal. go Yep. By use because yeah. someone's probably going to sell Do it you know, that week. Uh, the one that we liked more, the Genesis G seventy, still doesn't come out. No, I think like they've tanned it or some shit, they? to the point where it's going to be tanned. It looked like an awesome car. It did. I looked really. It was really and handsome. That would have to do a lot to do with um, the lack of sales. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I don't. You know, is, is Genesis a completely different dealership? A bit uh, like Infinity I bl- no, and I Lexus. I believe it's it sold through the Hyundai. Yeah, or Kia. Fuck, I don't know. Whoever it is, it's Hyundai. Hyundai is is. Wait, is Genesis... Genesis is Hyundai's Lexus. Yes. But what's the fancy one for Kia then? There is no... Kia. There is no fancy Kia. Hyundai is the fancy Kia. (laughs) (laughs) Technically. But I think it's it's the other way around. I think Kia is a better design style-wise. I would would agree with that. Hyundai is, you know, your your white goods on wheels and the Kia is a little bit more to it. Yeah, I, I'd agree Visually with that anyway. to, a, to an extent. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, but the, you know, the, the Hyundai does the bulk the bulk sales, yeah. um, you know, because it's more conservative and yada yada. And um, then yeah, Genesis is beyond so that. The G seventy's been released in the states, cool, um, but only as like a or a special order situation. No, I, th- I think it's more like a um, for review. Ro- um, Wait. So only the reviewers have got it. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's so it's a press car situation. At the it's moment. a press car situation. Ooh. I think. I'm just trying to find some information. There's not um, a lot out there. You can tell we prepare for this. Hey, hey, yeah, <laughs> we had them. We had them going there, we Mitch. We you did. Should've... We had the illusion. Oh, I oh, I God. actually do have something I have prepared for in the past, ready to talk about. Oh, well, yes. Do we? Yes. Have... So right, let, let's go. Let's keep going. Finish with the news. It. Yep. And then. Then Matt can this do his thing. News. We'll do it. We'll do. Oh, okay. It's, it's well, news. It is news. Do you want to do Matt's news or your? Or, right, or let's, do, let's do Matt's news. Do Matt's news. Bit. Right. So, um, because of my boss, who is an absolute mad V8 supercars fan, yeah. I have essentially been forced into liking the sport because that's all hey. he talks about. If you take my news away, I'll kill you. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just going to say, I finally watched the V8 supercars at Phillip Island just a couple a week or so ago. Uh, last, yeah. Last week. I actually enjoyed myself. Yes. Continue. It, that and that's something that's really helped here. Yeah. Now, 
Would you like to guess how many of the last 10 races, or the 10 races that they've had with them, how many times the Mustang has won? I think it's something like eight out of ten races, it, or nine. I know out they've of won at races. Phillip Island, so that's at least one. Yep, good. <laughs> well, and that's they came at least, second as it, well. That's at least th- two, because there's two races at Phillip Island. Okay, there's, so I only watched one race at Phillip Island. There's, they normally race. They do Saturday one race Saturday, Saturday, one race Sunday. It's only the big twelve-hour ones where they do one race on the Sunday. Right. You wake up at nine a.m. and you see Dad sitting there watching it, and then you come home from the park at five o'clock, and he's passed out ten beers around him, yeah, still watching it. The only, the only thing that's changed I, yeah, is the yes, amount of beer. That's I've, yeah. been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching it since I watched it a lot as a kid, mm. and then I d- dropped off when yeah, Triple Eight started and dominating, and yep. then the last couple of years I got back into it when uh, Dick Johnson's team DJR came back. Yep. Team Penske came in, pumped some money into the team. Um, and last year was real, like touch and go. Went down literally the last race. Wow! And uh, they pipped them at the end, the the Falcon and its I, final um, send off. And um, yeah, because I went out to watch. We went out and watched the. We did. Well, yeah. I watched parts of it in between you having are. sun cream in my bloody eye the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the worst day. <laughs> oh. I couldn't see for Christ's well, sake. You, oh, you can't see to begin with at QR because there's I mean, a fence shit. in the way. The paper clip, <laughs> it, it's the worst track to spectate on. Yes. If yep. you didn't have if you didn't have sunscreen in your eye, you'd have had dust and dirt. Because that's mm. all QR is, just a fucking dirty big it's dust, a dust bowl. bowl. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's only good to drive because on Ipswich. sort of. Yeah, because Ippy. Because out of Ipswich. Like it's not even Ipswich. No, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's a bit it's it wishes it was Ipswich. Yeah. No, Willow Bank, wi- yo. Wish yeah. whips. Wish, wish it? I don't know. Ipswich. Switch. Anyway, continue. I reckon they're one of eight, eight out of nine it's races. It's nine out of ten. Wow. wow. Nine out of ten races they've won. And so, for instance, Phillip Island. In race one, the top six cars, all of them except one was a Ford Mustang. Right. So, what they're trying to do desperately is, because the V8 supercars, the, the, the tribunal people can't be like, oh, well, they've got a better car, so everyone get your shit together. Instead... The equality thing is really shitting me off. What, they're nerfing? They yeah. are, they're nerfing oh. the, the Mustangs. Yeah, pa- parody, so, parody apparently. Yeah, parody. No parody now. So parody, right? What yeah, they're doing yeah. is they're <laughs> yes, making the, the, they're changing the, the Mustang's aero design. So they're making the aero changes to make it more similar because first of all, they had to add weight to the roofs of the Mustangs and <laughs> the Commodores so, yeah, because the, the fucking Nissan's. Nissan was too heavy. Yeah. No, so and 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 now they're having to make the Mustang's so anyway, bloody aero worse. Pretty like, sure. Okay, Penske came in and bought DJR in 2015. Can you speak English? And they had that. Uh, they had the Mus- the Falcon. Yeah. And basically, they said we're going to get the Mustang, and they they wanted pretty much like a GT4 car, GT4 spec to go in. They couldn't do it because supercars have a car of the future. Uh, yeah, which is what everyone's setup. got off, yeah. Yeah, and it was based off of the old Commodore and the old Falcon. Yeah, which, but the which thing are four-door bodies. Yeah, it's got yeah. to have... It's four-door bodies, got a really high roof line, yeah. complete opposite of a coupe. Yeah. So Ford, uh, the last two years, have been developing a Mustang just for V8 supercars. So yeah. Ford Performance in the States, Team Penske, everybody got involved, a lot of money into it. Anyway, before the season started, they had to get... Everything engineered. They got it all aero tested, wind tunnel tested, supercars approved it, Triple Eight approved it, Tickford yeah. Racing approved it, Nissan approved it, everybody approved it. And they said the coefficient of drag in terms of the aero, really close. Weight, really close. Every, everybody all the everybody needed it got all the boxes ticked yep. that it needed to tick. 
Anyway, Ford, they really hit it out of the park. They looked at the rules, nailed the brief, and the Mustang's been very dominant. Yeah. Now, what's happened also was not only was there a new Mustang platform, but they changed the suspension rules for all the cars. They used to run a twin spring rear setup with the rear shockies. They yep. said you got to go to a single spring now. Just for simplicity, try and make it more competitive. Yeah, trying to get some of those cheaper teams in. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is that Triple Eight, Red Bull, which is Roland Dane's all their team, money. they built their whole car yeah. off this twin spring uh, setup and they had to change it. So, yeah. all of the data the past five years goes in the bin. they got to start from year one again. Jeez. So, you got a Mustang that was super, you know, down to a T, perfectly nailed yes. the brief. Bang on. And the, and, the, and the Commodores are going backwards. Yeah. Now, the thing is, despite all the stats that Matt said, which are true, Scott McLaughlin, who's the lead driver for Team Penske, his fastest lap was still a tenth or two down on his Falcon from last year. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the, the thing is, though, the Commodore was a second slower than what it was last year. Oh. And so it really does come down to that suspen- suspension change. It's made yeah, a huge it did. difference. It did. It you did. So it, the thing is, is that it's it's just, it's a combination. I just think, it's, and like Matt said, it's extremely unfair that now the Ford guys are being punished and penalized just because... They have well, a better car. They've got a better car. It's been adapted to the single spring layout and the Triple Eight and Opal or Holden, whatever you want to call them, mm. um, haven't, haven't hit the same, haven't come out of the gates as quickly. Um, and like, like Matt said, a few weeks ago, there was a center of gravity parity issue, yeah, which is triggered by Nissan. And they yeah, said, right. right, we have to measure center gravity, which wasn't something that was checked. It wasn't even a rule for compliance. Just someone at Nissan said, oh, that's bullshit. And they measured it all, they tested it all, said, all right, we've got to add 30 kilos above the, above the A pillars for the Mustang. So 30 extra that's kilos. That's a shitload of weight. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. A lot of weight on a race car too. They're that's like so strapping a child to your roof. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine all of them just with a kid yeah. on the roof. Yeah, that's right. That's just right. And then, you know, uh, it's, been, it's been really close. Like, I know there's been a lot of... I know there's been a lot of dominance, I suppose, at the Fords. Yeah. But I've been following it very closely this year. And after the Australian Grand Prix round, you had Scott McLaughlin, who'd won five out of six races. He was on 500 points. He was only 27 points ahead of a Holden. Yeah. Jamie Winkup on 473 points. Because, <laughs> it was funny, because one of Scott's races, he didn't even start. Like, the way the points are set up in V8 supercars is that if you win, you only get about 20 or 30 points more than the guy who comes second. Right. So as long as, and they give points all the way fucking down. Pretty much, as long as you finish, you get points. So really, like, you can have a really shit average season, but if you peak at the end and the other guy has a couple of non-finishes, if he crashes out, the whole fucking championship can get flipped on its head within a round or two. Yeah, it needs to go back to a top 10 points. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say top 10 makes a lot more sense than everybody gets a trophy. And and everybody gets a trophy is what V8s is at the moment. Yeah. It's, It's everybody must have the same car efficient, the same fucking system with the same... And it, whilst it definitely makes it more about the driver and the team's ability to service the car, mm. it's a shit fight, man. Yeah. Like these men, the whole point of the V8 supercars, it was supposed to be the the blue collar workers' dream. Like yeah. it was mm. I can build my Commodore up yeah. to this level. Well, you, can, you can buy a car on you know Friday and race it on Saturday. Yeah, you know, like well, that's what they used to do. Yeah. That was Dick Johnson. Even he, he stuck by Ford thick and thin, even when Ford stopped offering V8s in the 80s yeah. after the XC uh, Falcons. 
and they wouldn't even give him a fucking car. He had yeah. to go to dealerships, buy cars, rip the sixes out of them, drop a V8 in it from America, <laughs> still raced it. Yeah. And that was the thing, like, like, like it was your privateer. You know, back then it wasn't as such a high level. You didn't have to go through all these hoops. Nah. Like, you know, it's it's a lot more. You still see that today in the grassroots. Uh, all the support categories of the V8 yeah. are really interesting. They're, they're cool. Yeah, because cool. that, that's actually something that's achievable if you've yeah. got enough money and desire and passion. Yeah, you, you can, can buy a steel cab and flip it. Ah, uh, yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> but like watching. Real talk. Yeah, but um, there was a big crash so, when we yeah. went to QR. Yeah, well, and there was one the day before it. Just as big. Yeah, um, they shouldn't fi- have them. <laughs> final racing car news, because mm. we're going to get more into this as I but follow But yeah, it's it. fucking bullshit. And it is bullshit. Supercars are going to lose, they're going to lose fans. Yeah. And ultimately, if they want to keep the series going, this is going to be the biggest turnoff for any manufacturer looking at it. If they're going to, you know, what's the point of them developing a car and to get fucking nerfed to the lowest common denominator? Uh, it, it defeats the whole purpose. Well, of I, I, I view it the same as when the WRC dropped the four-wheel drive. Yeah, right. So they 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 are still four wheel drive, sorry, but they're the little like it's a Yaris that's had a four wheel drive system put into it. Yep. You know, it's the tiny little cars. Yep. Like even Mini Coopers are now too big for it. Yeah, mm, wow. yeah, now they're like i twenties and i i tens and shit like that. Yeah, wow. uh, there's crazy. only five manufacturers I think involved in the rally. Yeah. Um, this is a nice segue to my final point. Um, mm. so the Bathurst race, uh, um committee let's call it mm. uh have said they want to have another event at bathurst for their yearly title which are bringing up to i think six or seven okay what if you could choose <clears throat> one class of car to go to bathurst that doesn't already go Ooh. what would it be well the excels already go you see yeah they do yeah they do um, <laughs> it doesn't have to so it, it has to be there mm. you can if you want to slightly change the course you can but it doesn't you don't want to change it too much no but it'd be the full track yes oh yeah no no it's the full track yeah. and uh, I suppose it's an endurance race of some sort that it, was it doesn't have hour, to be endurance do you could do well. you do whatever you want you, you go I want that code of sport there oh I see yes the ones that I'd probably be interested in are ready go yeah, if I've anything, I would I would want to see World Time Attack at Bathurst. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd see, be interesting. I want to see Mighty Mouse. I want to see the MCA Hammerhead. I would the uh, suspension setup on those would be yeah. weird. They'd have to be so much taller than what they are. At it would be have to be taller and then just stiffer. Yeah. The car, the, the the car would not have to move. Like he wouldn't have yeah. need any any sort of vertical movement of the of the chassis wouldn't wouldn't help because you just you just bottom everything out. So you guys have missed the golden egg. Super Utes. How no. absolutely... They already go Do they? Okay. Yeah, of course. I thought, I thought Super Utes was dead. I'm sorry. How unbelievably awesome would it be yep. is if there was a hybrid cross-country WRC version. Oh. So rally cars have to do <laughs> the track and then instead of going down um, the main straight, oh. they have to like... Jump off to the left and then have to do it like a through the dirt. Oh my god! How cool yeah. would it be? You realize that like a lot of V8s do that anyway when they miss the yeah, fucking cutting and do just go straight to the mean, sand trap yes. and then come back like on. Down Conrad. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of down Conrad, you go like you go yeah, down you go Conrad. Around, you just when go you turn straight. left, you just go straight and you gotta like go around the grass or like do some jumps or some yeah. shit. Well, instead of going to that kink to the right, just go yep. straight yep. off to the dirt yep. and then just and you gotta try and control it. Do the original track or the track that I will take on V8 supercars on the PlayStation Two, which is. Straight through the middle exactly. of the clipping. You get some right mad air side, on that shit. Slam oh, on the brakes, God. turn left, up <laughs> the main straight. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. yeah, to keep it to keep it in the spirit, to actually use Bathurst as <laughs> the track it is, uh, I would think. 
time attack cars. What about Formula One? Nah, I don't, I'm not a fan of Formula One to begin with. The really. thing is, I it's such a small, it's like such a small Formula One course in the respect that it's so tight. It's like, very narrow. I don't think they could they wouldn't be able to overtake each other. Those cars are two meters. It'd be wide like Monaco, be but in Australia. Yeah, I think it'd be more interesting because it'd be main straights. It'll be down the straights. Yeah, it'd be down to those straights. It'd I wonder be what they'd hit down Conrad. Fucking lots. <laughs> yeah, fucking heat. I mean, a supercar hits 300 easy. Yeah. An F1 car, what do they hit? 350? How much it's geared, really? Could yeah, do 350, true, the gearing 320, would be 330. I don't yeah. know. They'd work and it would, out. It'd be so different because you've got, because it's such a different track mm. where you've got on the mountain, which is so tight. Oh. But the straight, so are you picking where you're going to, fl- like you're picking some shorter gears where you're going to flog it up the hill mm. yeah. or you're going to bring those gears out a little bit so you're better on, like yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the six hour, the bath of six hour was, was on just, just on, this weekend. It? Yeah, yeah. And our, our uh, mechanic, the 8.6 shop was there. The 8.6 six shop was there. Came yeah. second in class. Yeah. Well done. Congrats. Congrats. And 16th. It's really good. 16th out of 44, yeah. 45 runners. And they did a gearbox swap in an hour. Yeah, the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Classic Andrew. That's just great. Oh, that's the best thing about the 8.6. It's so cheap and easy to swap stuff out. It's like automotive Lego. Thanks, yeah. Subaru. But, uh, yeah, Subaru pretty much. Um, but yeah, it was really awesome seeing like the Evo. So there was, there was an Evo and there was a big HSV. Uh, you know, LS, LS7, whatever you want to call it there. Or even LSA or something. LSA, something like that. Yep. And they were doing identical lap times. And the Evo was two seconds quicker a lap up the top of the mountain. But he was down about 30 k's an hour on in the, trap speeds on, on the straights. Or something. Right. Yeah, so it was sort of like, it was really interesting seeing the Evo pretty much take the Commodore on the outside yeah. and then build a gap, Just gap him up the mountain. Constant ballerina yeah, or and dance then of... down the back of Conrod straight, yeah. the big V8 comes roaring past him again. And it was just, you know, constant back and forth. Um, I'm just looking up the results for the day. Yeah. Holy, that's... I did not expect that. So, in the... So, um... I'm assuming Joseph knows this, so I'm going to put this to Mitchell. Just quickly, beer? Yes, please. Beer? I'm good for now. But let, let's do this first. Yeah, because yeah. This is literally <laughs> a conversation I wanted to have with Mitchell, who's now walking away. So, Joseph, <laughs> I'm going to do it with you. He's a shit person. And I hate him for Yeah, it's Mitch. Come on now. <laughs> have, you, have you seen who took out the top five, let's say? So, five fastest lap times. Oh, five fast. I, I yeah. know, I know Not the, lap times, so, but yeah. The finishers. Correct. It was yeah, it was like, f- uh, yeah, I, know, I, it was I have a, a good it idea. It was a BMW M3, yep. a BMW M4, a HSV, HSV, and a then BMW. a 135i. Yeah. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah, he. that was the car that was really closely matched to the HSV. A uh, different class though. So the HSV was an A2 and yep. the BMW 135i E82, so it's one of the old ones, is yep. in the B class. Yeah. So that, that 135i was leading the race up until about 10 minutes to go. And the HSV caught him in the end, which well, is like didn't that lead. that sh- that is uh, so. Sharon Racing came second. They have an M4. Yes, and an that one three five I is an ex Sharon car. Ah. I'm pretty sure. And that that one three five I I think is either won previously or it po- it came outright podium previously. Gotcha. That's a very. I was shocked at how reliable those Beamers were. I had no idea those cars could hold together. For six hours, given that they're turboed, given oh, all, no, given, I do. given all the heat, but they cop a lot of shit online. Yeah, because uh, the, the problem is, is think, that it's I'm not cheap. Think. Yeah, that's the thing is that to to modify euros is not cheap. It's nowhere near as cheap properly. as yeah, yeah. It's nowhere near as cheap as our Japanese car or even Aussie cars, right? 
Like or no American way. cars for no number way. one. Yeah. To to modify a Euro is like to weld to get the same reliability is triple the price. Yeah. Correct. And that's the difference. So if you try and do it on a budget. You're fucked. Yeah. And that's why they so get their bad recommendations. All recommend. these guys yeah. you see, all these downshift meets, all the guys <laughs> see on Instagram, they yeah. just do, you know, eBay, dodgy parts, you know, dodgy mods, yep. trying to get max power out of these German cars and they all shit themselves. It's it's why you can buy a one, because of mm. their bad stigma, I think that's one of the best cars to buy. Oh, though. 135i. Yeah, yeah. they're 10 yeah. grand. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, they're not. They're, they're a bit dearer now. No, they're not. Oh. They're getting down there now. Oh. I was having a look at it yesterday. I looked at it yesterday. Oh. 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 No, just, just a little spill. The Joseph. bloke who hates it when we spill shit yep. spills shit spills more than we shit. do. Fuck off. <laughs> Once in two years. Yeah, that's right. No, he did it just like a couple of weeks ago. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, you're talking shit. Now, anyway, I think uh, get them under 20 grand for sure. Easy. Oh, a good one for under 20. But they're, they're <laughs> the haggard ones that you'd strip out and turn into race cars under 10. Oh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Or don't on 10. So a 135i. Are you sure? Yes. So the cheapest is a convertible auto for thirteen eight ninety. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> the the one series don't look good in a convertible, do they? Okay, so the first no. coupe, the first coupe is fifteen nine hundred, and that's an auto still. So well, I mean, is it a decent auto or is it a slush box auto? The cheapest, the cheapest one three five i e eighty two manual is seventeen grand with yep. one hundred and seventy five k's on the clock. I'm wrong. I was clearly thinking of another car. Hmm. Because yep. I, I looked, I, I saw that result and thought, yeah. "Fuck, that'd be all right for a track car." Um, I still think they are. They are. Yeah. You, you, you do need a bit of money. Mm. You need a bit of coin. That would be dearer to run than any Japanese car. But I think the ben- Ooh, it has benefits. Not an old one. Like no old Japanese car. Yeah, like like any Supra or R thirty four, any Skyline that's good, or any RX seven is going to cost more to run in the long term. Because mm. the one three five I still a newer car, so mm. none what? of the things that yeah, I like none of the bushes are fucked yet. None of the, the you're not going to be replacing control arms. Yeah. You're not needing to replace steering what, racks. What sort of racing are we talking here? Are we talking like buy a car, strip it, go racing? Or are we talking like time attack or, you know, nah, six buy a hour car, Bathurst? strip it, go racing. Because I was going to say, if you're doing Bathurst six hour, six hour or 12 you hour, you need 100 whatever, grand behind you. No, but you're going to replace all those bushings anyway. You're going to mm. do all that maintenance shit. Yeah. But if you're just talking about stripping a car and just go flog it around a track, then maybe you're right. But at, at the same time, the bushings aren't just going to be, you know, okay and then go to complete trash in no, like not overnight yeah no. so i agree well but but also <laughs> when it comes to the super and any of these established jdm cars the parts are like, well they're not even, parts for supers are not cheap parts for but, skylines are not cheap yeah, but what i was going to say yeah, is that they're, they're they're a known entity yeah you know what's going to go it's like the prado the lower yeah. ball joint is going to go that's and the apparently thing the six for. cylinder fills with apparently coolant. the six cylinder fills with we coolant. did move it we ran it on five cylinders oh cool and now it's off the grass. Is it in the shed? No. Oh. I liked having space in the shed to do... It's quite nice. Just life. Like, get to things. I need my tools back. Like, desperately. Come and, just come come and get them. <laughs> and we'll go through and sort out whose is whose. It's about time when you do that. That's going to be a fucking pain yeah. in the ass. You now, know, and truth be told, I reckon a 10-year-old Beamer is going to be more reliable than a 30-year-old Japanese car. Oh. Yeah. That is a conversation. Yeah, I reckon I'm it would not sure. You gotta remember sure that. that's thirty years of engineering. Yeah, but if at you the don't, same if time, you don't, if you don't fuck, okay, no, no, because when you go racing, what I've learned with racing is that 
you don't need power off the bat. Adding power is probably the last thing you do. No, but you want to add brakes, depending on the vehicle, like tires. a Commodore. Just no. go put more power into it. Because <laughs> no, you're not turning don't. anyway. No. <laughs> you're I really mean, not. No. Yeah. Exactly. For a car with a lot of... Uh, with a car with decent power, you're not going to go and, you know, put the engine right at its, you know, limit, are you? But, but you can't... Look, you're not going to try and add, you know, big power, shove big boost, and not off the bat initially. I disagree. But at the same time, if you get a Supra, let's say you get a naturally aspirated Supra, that 2J is so under-stressed that it would just keep going That's around not around. true. Dude, but the E82 really? chassis... have a different head. The E82 chassis so you can't just slap a turbo. No, no, but what, no, but what I'm saying in general... Okay, let's, well, if you get like a, even just any standard Supra, whether it's turbo or not... Yeah, okay. They're, they're not stressed from factory. Yeah. So Whereas, yeah, but it's, it'd be fine in terms of reliability. boats, mate. You'd never race one. What the fuck's that got to do with your argument? The point I'm trying to make is that you don't see Supras and, and Skylines winning any sort of racing. At any level anymore. What does that tell you? The, the bang for buck's not there. No no one's sure no, spending that, the money. That's actually true. You do see FDRX7s. Yeah, you, you do. do. Yeah. You see you see, you see Rexes. Do you see Evos? Fucking Rexes. Yeah. Rexes aren't meant for the track. They went for the rally. Uh, but people do it anyway. Yeah, I know. But uh, all, all I'm trying to say is that, like, it's almost like I've seen guys throw turbos on 8.6s yep. and just do a turbo. Yep. And they can't touch the track prepped NA cars. Yeah. No, of course not. So th- that's I what think I'm trying to say before. No, but, but what? What? <sighs> I don't think you're right. I think that you should be doing the most cost beneficial mods for your vehicle to start with. Fine. So with the 8.6, it's suspension, it's tires, it's wheels, and a drop-in panel filter. Hey. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> and, and the um, bolt-ons. Crank bolt-ons. Correct. Just but headers, like attuned, with a ethanol, with done. a let's say an SR20 DET, it's the turn of a dial mm, to chuck an extra six psi in there. Mm. So you're doing that first. Mm. That 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 doesn't mean it's going to be bad. It's yeah. just that's you're doing that. You should be doing the most cost-effective mods first to get the best lap times. With an 8.6, yeah, it's handling, it's track times. It's not putting a fucking turbo on it no, before no. you've done any suspension or not brake Not dropping mods. 10, 12 grand on no, it. No, yeah, that's, that's a goose thing. Ridic. It's and, mad, isn't it? And that's why every vehicle's different. Yeah. These Beamers, for instance, don't really take to more power without a lot of money thrown at them. Mm. Yeah. So you're so not that, doing that. That was my point I was trying to make yeah. with this Beamer, if I had the Beamer. But no, you're actually, you're speaking sense. Fucking yeah. A. Wow. <laughs> Can we like <laughs> I, fucking I note know, this no, shit no, down? Yeah, lucky it's on Raghuba. I agree. We agree. <laughs> we agree. He's convinced me. I think it happened once on episode like 23 or something. Yeah, <laughs> you'd, you'd have to go back to the archives. <laughs> it's the most cost-effective mods. That's exactly right. Yeah, and that's different for every vehicle. For a Commodore, yeah. it's fucking, probably, I don't know. Probably more power. Taking maybe. the rear seats out. <laughs> most yeah, cost-effective mod. Rip weight out, yeah. Bob Losing weight, two spoke steelies. Or Dude, that is absolutely the most cost-effective mod. Because <laughs> yeah. you all get you don't we you don't have to worry about anyone being in the car then, because everyone would not want to no, be seen. You, in you it. only you only need to buy two wheels because they go on the front, and then you go nick some steelies and chuck them on the back. That's a good point. Was it a drift pig? Just burnout pig. Just <laughs> and then you get rid of the springs altogether. Don't chop them. Chop them is like next level. <laughs> with uh, with a Commodore, no, you just you remove weld them. them. You weld <laughs> the fucking. <sighs> no, you ride on bump stops, bro. <laughs> Classic VT life. Let me move on. <laughs> Remind me to never convince you to buy a Commodore. 
Oh, I don't need convincing. No, uh, I, I, I no, nah, I disagree. I want a Commodore in my life at some point. I, 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 wanna, I bet you I, I want a V8 uh, yes, of some sort. A V8, yeah. I want a VZ V8 ute. You Ooh. know, it's funny. I was a Holden kid growing up, but I think I want a V8 or a, a Ford before I get a Holden. I, whoa, I think whoa, the Barra, the Barra, obviously. Barra. I think the Barra might be a little bit overrated. So whoa, explain yourself. Well, it's been drummed up so much. The Aussie 2J, bro. The modern 2J. Exactly. Yeah, that too. Um, and I, I'm all about the turbo bro, lights. So maybe cracking into the mic. Take. I'm disappointed. I've been burping into it. I thought that was enough. That's really not. It's we really need to cut that <laughs> out. <laughs> That's what, why do you think I'd be trying to not burp into the microphone? What do you mean? <laughs> Unashamedly unprofessional. Yeah, that's what I mean. Come on now. Don't try and, <laughs> yeah, but don't try and burp <laughs> shame me over here. Fuck you. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the Barra. Yeah, no, you what? Uh, you don't it's like not it? Overrated. I think it is overrated. It's a big fuck off engine. It doesn't fit. It's in much. huge. It's a fucking it's heavy. Huge engine. Yeah, it is. It's good yeah, for it drag can, racing. It can, it can put a hell of a lot of power down. But do you see any in like racing? No, 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 because it's unresponsive. It's heavy as fuck. It's not really shaped well. So it it like, is a weird shaped engine. Yeah, it's very long. Yeah, and tall. It's very, very and tall. very tall. So your center gravity is up high. Fuck yeah! I think it's overrated. It was like when the skid factory chucked one in that van thing. It was just no, fucking, that's fun. It was just, but it was just. Well, I think they're good. They're good for drag. I think they're just good for drag racing. You want big power? Yeah. You want a dyno queen? Go put a barrel in it. If yeah. it fits, do it. But if yeah, it fits, for it motor sits. racing, I think there's a lot. There's a more ways to skin a cat. Mm. And a barrel's not not a, not not the best one. No, no. But good for skids though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Good. good for hooning. Good for just burnouts and just quarter mile times. Good for Cavill Ave. Oh yeah, going back to Cavill Ave approved, yeah. mate. That yeah, is um, I Cavill saw that Ave was the um, title yeah. of the uh, episode last week. I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking really? about. Really, mate? No <laughs> idea. <laughs> you call yourself Australian, mate? Yes. Oh, is that the is that like the street from Neighbours or something? No, shit? Cavill Ave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Neighbours, if you're no, all your neighbours are strippers and bikies. Yeah. <laughs> Cavill Ave is the main strip down Surfers Paradise that all the no. fucking you know on the, on the corner. You know the Mac, there's the Maccas there, yeah. and you've got the Charlies, and you've got the old Time it's right Zone. On the beach. The, yeah, it's yeah. right on the beach. That's yeah, where all yeah, the yeah, yobos yeah, go yeah, and yeah, like yeah, fat yeah. Surely you've been to Cavill Ave Maccas. That's I've, a damn institution. I walked past it. There I you go. Good gone. enough. All right, good enough. Yeah, you've been. I think I got some soft drink but, in there one but day. Yeah, Cavalav Fat Laps is like it's it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go down the uh, the road behind it where all the strip clubs are. I forget what that's called. It's not Cavill. It's called oh, something else. I don't even remember Cavill. But Cavill's so important. It was in um, uh, what's that fucking game with on Xbox and Microsoft? Oh, Forza, Forza Horizon. Yeah. Forza. So Forza Horizon is not free. Forza. That's Italian. No one's ever said that. Yeah, you're all American. Well, I'm not. Well, it's, Amer- it's made by Americans. Yeah. It's made by Australians. No, Horizon's no. made Ori- by Americans. That Hor- turn Turn Ten is American. It's Marcus. Yeah. It's a Microsoft studio. I thought it was done by um, 2K. No. no. Even then, 2K has, has like an arm in Australia, but it's not. It's huge. They would. It's have. their largest arm. But. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's Weird important flex. enough to be in that Vidya game, Vidya game. But mm. you know, yeah, Cavill Ave is is mostly blocked off to cars. Yeah, the main drag is called the Esplanade, mm. and that's where all the lads are. Yeah, that's but Cavill Ave is sort of like oh yeah, it's, I know. it's the catch-all. Oh know? yeah, when you when you walk when you're you know at schoolies off your mind on God knows what you're you're down at Cavill. 
You mean Diet Coke and uh, Macca's chips, mate? Yeah, mixed yeah. with <laughs> vodka and <Yeah>. rum. <laughs> I so, still remember my schoolies. I, I remember my schoolies too. And we were hooning around in a Ford, but it wasn't at Surface. It was actually at a campsite. And, it's uh, not the same. I'm sorry. It was so much better. No, it's it, not. It was because we had the whole place to ourselves. We cranked music. We didn't have to worry about the coppers. We drank as much as we wanted. That sounds like and Goldie. We did <laughs> <laughs> Lots of doughies in the grass. Still and sounds like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except we were alone, yeah. and that's what was great. Uh, and uh, yeah, we we jumped this Falcon wagon, automatic Falcon wagon, and we we jumped it, and then when we landed, obviously wasn't good because we were drunk. <laughs> And allegedly, <laughs> no, we were. Yeah, the Dukes of Hazard has severely misled yes. a lot of people yeah, as to how a car yep. lands when you launch it. Yeah, cracked the radiator. There was a lot shit of movie magic in that TV show. We um, we um, we essentially rode off that car that day. Yeah, you would. It kept running. They got him back to Brisbane. Was the chassis still straight afterwards? No, oh. wouldn't have been. Well, no, it's a solid. So yeah, it would be. No. Nah. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have bent suspension yeah. arms. Oh, we bent you'd suspension arms. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's a common thing for you, isn't it? Yeah, he does that. He's a very destructive man. <laughs> I didn't bend the Impreza suspension arms, thank you. No, Did but the, uh, the Forester. It's fine. It's sold. Yep. I'm not incriminating That's someone else's, someone else's doodad. Yep. Um, oh, wait. Hope he's not listening. Oh, <sighs> well. Who cares? It's been replaced. As a contract. It's original yeah. factory fucking Subaru suspension. I paid yeah. an arm and a leg for it. You did indeed. Now, can I talk about the car I got to drive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Yep, do it. So, I had to drive up to fucking Caboolture today. Hey, Cabo. I was, I was literally there. I like Caboolture. No, was it Caboolture? Said no one ever. What's the other one? Yeah. Caloundra. Same thing. Oh, that's a bit bad. That's, that's a big, <laughs> big difference. Did you just difference. say same thing? Uh, it's it's no. north. No, you just no neck Mitchell. Yourself? It's north. No. Anyway, I was only there for half no, an hour before I had to turn yourself. around and come back. Good no, times. Anyway, you should have spent a day so by the beach. Work arranged for me to get a, a rental. A good. Oh. Now, last time they ran for, arranged for a rental, I had to get a van. Right. This time, there was no stipulation. Ah. So... What'd you get? I got yes, like a base model Suzuki Swift. Oh, yes, that'd have been so much fun. It, it was great. Was I it loved auto? it. <laughs> was it auto? It was. No, I think sure. every, every rental I think you're ever going to get is an auto. Yeah, yeah. good point. Because um, fuck replacing clutches. Yeah. Well, also most people don't know how to drive manuals, unfortunately. That is a shame. It, you know, the the manual is the modern day uh, anti theft. It device. is indeed. Yep. I've seen a lot of videos about you know people giving up yeah. after. Bunny hopping for like ten meters. <laughs> Any hoozle. So yeah, it was uh had twenty or nineteen and a bit thousand kilometers on it when I got it. Finished with twenty and something. Um, it was automatic. I think it only had like five speed. I don't think it was. Yeah, six. it wouldn't be a six. Um, but probably a four. While it's Could not the best at highway in terms of comfort. No, it was it very. Um, it it was very composed, like. You mean uh, anywhere else, but still on the highway? No, but even on the highway. Like, okay, it was composed. The, the seat was very stiff and, you know, cheap yeah. cars. Styrofoamy. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't anything to ride home about. But even still, the, the w- on the highway at 110, 100 more. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, yep. It, 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 Definitely it, it a felt, rental. <laughs> even for a small little car, it felt... Solid. It felt. Pl- I didn't feel buffeted around by no. big trucks or anything like that. Oh look, we. Uh, one of my my driving instructors had a Swift for a brief period, and I learned to drive on a Daewoo Liana, a Toyota Corolla, you just got and by a Swift. Day- no, Lanos. 
Yeah, it was a. Oh well, I was a. Yeah, no, it was a Liana. Yeah, but I was I'll referencing tell you what, the, Pineapple Express. Yeah, the, the the Swift was by far the mm. best car, the best small car I've ever driven. There's, there's a reason why it's so goddamn popular with yeah. uh, emo P platers. Oh mate, maybe it's, they got better taste than we gave them credit. For. Maybe, but maybe. like this, this is one of the new new ones. Well, the new shape. Yeah, okay. With the shaved door handles for the. Mate, rear, they're the lightweight. Got responsive engine, and what I like. Oh, about I them, wouldn't say that. Uh, maybe I drove a manual. <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, maybe the manual is a bit better because you can control it. Were you driving the new shape or the old? You no, it's the driving, old shape. Yeah, the old model. Yeah. When I was learning to drive, dude. So yeah. Dude, but so like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing was, what I liked about it most is that you know you had good good vision out of it. Mm. It was it had an it mm. was enough technology to make it modern, but you weren't cluttered with screens and it wasn't like burdening. You See, know? the interesting thing about the new one um, is that it had a nice big. I reckon it was a seven inch screen, right? Um, Android Auto. Wow. Okay. Um, but that meant that navigation only worked when your phone was connected. Oh, okay. Which, and at first I had to download That's, all these other apps and everything oh, right for it to work. So I had to use the built-in GPS on my phone mm. for maps to get up to Caloundra. Um, and it kept dropping out every 10 seconds. So the ah. fact I got there at all was amazing. Wow. But when I had like no pressure to get back anywhere, I finally took the time to download everything, yada, yada, yada. Good on ya. Anyway, so the interior, nice place to be. It the is. steering wheel had a nice, uh, was leather wrapped, very nice. Um, the big, Nice girthy feel to it. It, it. Felt, it felt good. Um, the dashboard was pleasant, hard plastics, but it was pleasant. Oh yeah. Uh, large, large color touchscreen, which worked. Okay. Unlike yeah, in the 86, which it doesn't. Oh yeah. No, I'd delete um, mine. <laughs> um, the, what it did annoy me though, was when he put the headlights on cause the weather was shit and he needed the lights on. Yeah, it was today. Uh, it was fucking terrible. Yep. Um, but when he put the headlights on everything, all the lights for the dash and the radio went out. What? So and I couldn't work out how to have the headlights on while having the dash illuminated. Oh. So it was easier for me to. You ha- know what it does? It does what the eight six does with the head unit. When you turn the the headlights on, it dips. It yeah, because it thinks screen. it's nighttime. Yeah, yada, and then, yada, but yada. you can't fucking see yeah. it then during what the day. What will it will be? Was that is that will be the in lighting bloody tubi tubies all the way down because you can turn it all the way off, but there'll be a scroll somewhere in there that you can. Yeah, the might the probably up. was. I just when you're driving it, you know. I, I, I couldn't find anything to, to... I'm sure there was something. But what did annoy me is that the wipers, right, only had three options. Yep. There was on, one off. down, and then you had your timer thing. Yep. Another one, which was like medium constant, yep. and then slightly faster. But even that slightly faster was not fast enough for the torrential rain ah. we had. Well, then you should have been slowing down. I was going 80, but even then it was still wasn't then enough. Then you need to slow down. No, no, no. I'm with Mitch here. That that third click needs to be. It's gonna be. <gasps> good. Yeah, like it's having a seizure. Like you're fucking scared. It's yeah. gonna break. Like it's but gonna be really quick. I think it was a very good car. The steering was excellent. Yes, it is. Nice and responsive. Yep. Um, linear as well to a certain extent, but it at at a at further. When you have more input into the steering, so more rotations, it became very tight. Right. So for parking, it was brilliant. Um, but yeah. Variable. It's yeah, variable. A, thank yeah. you. Well, it um, depends on your speed. But at, speed at, dependence, dude. Yeah, but it was, just, it was great. The power was very woeful. Like, I would not recommend this thing for long-term highway driving. Oh, no. Um, like you none, of those, none of those small cars Nothing are any happens. good at it. Yeah. There was hey, no it's turbo. It's cruiser level. It's, ba- hey? it's basically... It's cruiser level? Yeah. 
Wow. It's basically dangerous. It, it sort of was. Yeah. But then again, when you're at high speed, it sort of climbs speed quicker than you feel than you think it is because mm. it doesn't feel like you're going 110. So I look down and no, I was, that's a common new car option problem though. It is. Yeah. Because you're so insulated from you everything. You are. Yeah. You're so rest- insulated. You're, sh- like you're so removed from you everything. Are. Are. The Forester did that. And like, you could be doing 110, you could be allegedly doing 160, and you would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah. I, I could have sworn I was doing 110 and looked down and it was like 125, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, yeah. And I, I, I had to consciously, because I, I don't like using cruise control in the rain, I, I, I just don't. Did you know that's actually a thing you're not supposed to do? I yeah. mean, I do, but you're not supposed to. I, in light rain, I can understand, but the, this rain was just... Fucked. Any rain, you're not supposed to. Yeah, you no, shouldn't even be doing the speed limit if it's as bad as you're, you're describing. No, I I drop well under 100 yeah. in certain set. Like it'd, it'd be stupidly heavy, and then fine. Yeah, sunshine, yeah. And rainbows, then, and then because of the way the M1 is, there'd be sections where it's basically like a swimming pool. And and M1 or the, the yeah, section. when you've got this the concrete. Mm. Yeah, it's when then it becomes a bitumen, and all of a sudden there's no water, and you're like, Bruce oh. highways. Yeah. It'd be the Bruce highways. The oh, the Bruce. Yeah, Sorry, so whatever. I call the whole. You thing. don't take the M1 to Caloundra. I tell you right now, <laughs> you but do not go to Caloundra, son. It, um, no, the, the the even for a base model, it was I, I respected it as a car for daily commuting. Just pop into the shops or whatever. Oh, mate. Brilliant. If I if, if someone put a gun to my head and say, choose a small car to buy a bonus Swift. I'd probably what? I'd still yeah. go I-30. No, I-30. And then uh, Mazda 3. Nah. I'm, nah. But You're I can wrong. Understand, but the Swift, I can yeah. understand why people buy it. Yeah. Because it genuinely was a pleasant car I didn't to want... I don't want a big car. The Mazda 3 is a great a fancy car, car It's a bigger car than the Swift. I'm not saying the Mazda 3 is not, but the Even the, the Swift, Mazda 2 I'd choose. The Swift nah. is so yes. popular. I don't care. It, but I can understand why no, some people no, would Mitch, go for that's it. That's it. That's it. And I felt the same thing too when I drove it. It's yeah. just a genuinely just a solid car. Yeah. It you know you get to it does everything. Minimum to Listen to yourselves. I can't no believe way. we're having this conversation. We're logical. No, there's nothing logical about that. But yeah, no. Yeah, you're just being. But however, being, it was a bit thirsty. Oh okay. I drove yeah, it basically the same as the the Kia Carnival. Uh, which is a bigger, well, this is the car. thing with un- small cars. When you do hit them on the highway, they are underpowered, and an underpowered car is more uneconomical than. But uh, the throttle, the, the way the car drove. What the fuck are you saying? I'm fucking saying, if you buy a car that is too gutless, it mm. will not be very economical. Why not? Because you have to. Because it's fucking. It. You got more revs. You got to have more fuel, aggressive throttle fuel inputs. Is re- but yes. fuel is required for power. No, but you don't understand a yeah, car. A car. I that fucking do understand. Fuel is required for power. The more power you have, the more fuel you use. Full stop. End of story. Yes and no. Question. No, yes not no. yes and no. That's a fucking. Yes but no. That's a theoretical. Uh, that's so, maths. No, sorry, yeah. but I reckon more, more fuel means more bang. More bang. Yes. Yes. I get, I get what Full you're stop. End of yeah. story. No, I agree with that. Yeah, However, fine. with the Kia Carnival, it it. As far as the accelerator with movement goes, it felt very similar to the Swift. However, the Carnival is turbocharged, so you had that sort of nothing, 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 nothing. So it's hey. bum factor. Yes, no, no, I'll, no I'll, more I'll, than bum factor. No. But, but I drove from Brisbane to the Gold Coast and back. The mm. fuel needle did not move in the Kia. It may have moved like a millimeter, but it was still a full tank when I got back. Whereas with the Swift, I went through. You still used fuel. Oh duh! I'm not saying you're not using fuel. Therefore, the, either the needle's broken. No, it's not. You, but know, no. says you makes can't sense. be saying this. No, you can't. It, yeah. it starts the carnival will have a much larger fuel tank. Regardless, I went That's through... That's not... 
No, did you did you fill the both cars up afterwards? I would genuinely no because believe... I looked at the Kia Carnival fuel tank. And I'm like, hey, it's barely moved. Fuck them. No, see, uh, shut up. But with the Swift, it <sighs> went through four blocks. Also, fuck digital fucking fuel gauges. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculous. Bad. They are bad. They are just they don't help and they anyone. They also overestimate so that I'll you don't tell ever you kill run, run out. The story mm. of my granddad's old BMW 5 Series, that boxy one from the mm. 80s. I don't know why he bought it as a demo back in the day. It was a 525i. Yep. Just had a four banger in it. Now, you know, the old, I think, oh, I can't remember. I think it's an E32 or an E39, something like that. That really boxy one. Yeah. Pretty much. E34. It, I think it's E34. The one in between, of course. Um, no it's E32. heavy as fuck. It's an E28 like and an E34. It's heavy. Like that E39. thing, it's, a, it's basically a Panzer tank. Yeah, and that car, well, not despite being kilos. a four, no, it's not. Despite being a four banger, that fucking thing drank like a fish. Yes, of course. It's so an old car. No, you idiot. It was still that car had less power, and it had a smaller engine than my Accord at the time, and it drank way more. T- so fuel. ten years worth. Power. So you're telling me that over ten years we haven't been able to increase our ability for fuel economy? No. What? Are you such a... What I'm are you talking saying, about? I'm saying that that BMW with that engine was so underpowered. You had to floor it. I'm literally... It's got nothing to do with foot it. Foot to the floor. That car, you had to rev its tits off to go anywhere. That is more uneconomical a than a car just putting around. No. The Accord was way lighter, way more responsive. It got better fuel economy. Of course it is. It's way lighter. I reckon. It's 10 years newer. It has Honda technology instead of but old you, you, 80s you Beamer were, technology. You were saying that a car with more performance would be would consume more fuel. That's what your argument was before. If you've got... Yes. So if you have... But this wasn't two the case. same years, same year models. So that's what we're talking about here. He was comparing the carnival... So if you have the same year with the same technology... Oh, here we go. Now come here come all the asterisks. No, okay, no. Okay, if everything... Okay, if the car's the same, if you have the same Kia Carnival, one has an LS engine in it, one's got an XL engine in it, you're telling me that the LS is going to still burn more fuel if it's, it's, if it's, it's barely sim- ticking over. It's a simple equation of oh, the it? more power you have, the more fuel you yes, use. Yes, I agree. 100%. Unless it's doubt. electric. <laughs> 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 the the fa- th- that's that's a simple. Now the old BMW absolutely like a 320i right from the mid 80s uses roughly 22 liters per hundred. It's carbureted. Oh, it has a lower compression ratio, so compression oh, ratio makes a big difference. Yeah. So like, but your your your, your granddad's Beamer was from the same generation. No, it wasn't. It was late late 80s. The Accord was like five years older. I think the Beamer was 89. The Accord was 94. So it's an E30. I can't remember. I can't be bothered. Well, it was a fucking slow heap of shit. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. My granddad's so it's underpowered and it drank fuel like a fish. Of course it would because it's an old car. Yeah, but relatively, I'm just saying. What, what the fuck? Relatively. What the fuck is your argument? Relatively I, speaking. I don't even know anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> this is The point this is being, so bad. he's trying to say. That even if a, a small underpowered car, if you're revving its tits off, you have to go full throttle okay. every time you go for lights. It's still going to be more economical than a, a high-powered car that's just putting away. Yes, I think that's wrong. No, it's I dis- not. I disagree with that because you, it, the high-powered car requires more fuel to putt. What if what if you only need a thousand revs from that high-powered car and you need five or six grand from the underpowered car? So it's using six times as much fuel. If it's revving 5,000 RPMs more every fucking moment you're driving it, guaranteed, surely that car is going to be less economical. Nah, that's, that's not that's how why it works. Commodore, no, it doesn't. It's not how it works. So it's it, not it, how it works. It's just, it's the same as like, so 
a Commodore is a great example of this. It sits on the highway, but it still only gets 600 k's to the tank. That'd right? be that's, more... that's a 70 litre tank. Well, that, that's what, honestly, that's what the Swift said. Full, <laughs> full, full tank, it said range 600. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's, 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 uh, but it's a much a smaller tank. The yeah. Swift will have only have a 30 or 40 litre tank Ooh. at most. I reckon Some it's like 40 to... Four, I reckon 45. I reckon it'd be 45 to 50 That's still liters. not put, fucking I, 80 I litres. I wouldn't be surprised thir- if the Carnival had 100 litres. wasn't half a tank. That's what I had to put in it. You had to put it 13 litres yep. in. 13 litres for how many Ks did you do? Uh, Probably 60, but you you drove it hard because it's a rental car. 120, 130. That's 10 litres per 100. That's about the norm. Yeah. So a Kia Cerato, which has got a natural spread of 2 litre engine average, is about well, 10 real, it claims 7. Your eight sixes, that's two liters naturally aspirated. Yep. That uses about the same as well. Yeah, it was about nine before. Oh, no, 98. It was about nine liters per 100 Ks. Yeah, your E85 doesn't count because that is more juices for more power. Oh, no, on 98, it yeah. was that. It's about the yeah. 16 now with the E85. Yeah. Cool. Oh, God. <laughs> Mitch, I can't wait move, move on. to um, move on. Well, I was right g- again. I got not much more to say, but the <laughs> Swift. Actually, what did annoy me about the Swift? All right, is that usually you measure liters per hundred kilometers? All right. Oh, is this does uh, how many k's per liter? Yeah. Oh God, uh, I, I it, hate it. It, it. I'm like, no. New cars do that. Like the Corolla I had in Perth did the same thing. Yeah. It's just no. Well, it's it just, just, just gives you an estimated range. No, 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 no it no, tells no, you how many kilometers it, you can get off the one liter of exactly. fuel using. So oh, you know how in our ca- cars it has the constantly adjustable how many liters you're using, which is full of shit. Per yeah, it, it is. is. Both of them are full of shit. Uh, per 100 kilometers, it gives you that number. Whereas in the Swift, it flips it. So it oh. gives you a variable uh, kilometers per liter. A liter of fuel. Yeah. Mm. I've never used that feature. I, I, I leave it on most of the time. I, I don't look at it, but it's it's. I think it's cool having numbers change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> look at your Speedo, dude. That changes plenty. <laughs> yeah, well, I, want, I want a lot of flashy oh, numbers. Oh, mate. You'd, you'd love the uh, the oil pressure gauge in my car. It's oh, it fucking constantly changing. There's fucking lights going off everywhere. Oh, but your granddad you'd, had you'd the four-cylinder, didn't he? Yeah. Cool. It's 1,400 kilograms. That weighs nothing. 1,400. Fuck you. 1,400 kilos. Mate, it was fucking gutless. That's I agree with you, and I, yes. I assume it was automatic too. Yeah. So oh. it's the little f- the auto autom- automatics from that age as well. So the technology has increased. Like Mazda's Mazda's pistons is the best example of this. They have been able to create a thirteen point something to one compression ratio out of a naturally aspirated petrol engine. No one's been out like the the eight six is the closest. Yeah, it's 12. twelve point something rubber. That that that. The I think it's the sky actor, which looks it looks sort of like a volcano. I've talked about it on the pod before, yep. is so unique <coughs> because they've completely changed the way the piston works. It's all about technology. Mm. Yeah. What about the um? That, that sort of reminds me of the is it the Nissan engine for I think it's for the Infinity one of the Infinity cars that has variable combustion. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. It's uh, that's not come out yet though i think it might be in production for yeah. one of their cars um it's actually quite a simple system very simple in yeah, theory because it just moves it just moves the point of yeah. um uh there's a word i'm thinking of i can't say it the what? where uh, the thing does moves around the, p- the pivot changes. 2016 we saw yeah. videos come out for it yeah and now i'm watching a google ad good hey google shouts to them 
It is. I thought it was in production for one of their one or two of their models. Good radio. Ooh, weird. Very weird. So it from the. Uh huh. I don't know how to explain that over radio. It's weird. Look it up. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's infinity, yeah? Or is yeah, it? it's infinity. Yeah. It's an infinity variable compression compression turbo engine. Blah, 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 which, blah. Yes, exactly. Which is pretty cool because it starts... It, it, it takes the best of um, compression ignition like from a diesel and then it takes the benefits of turbo induction. Well, it, it, you can't... So... I see what you're saying, but you cannot get the compression out of diesel. Out watch, of turbo, watch the out full of, thing, and they explain yeah, that they you, you can't. No, they you can't get you to can't that extreme. Get petrol to compress as much as diesel can. Full no, stop. No, I agree. Good. But they've taken oh, inspiration God. from how a diesel engine operates. Well, kind of, you gonna add anything to the conversation? Tonight? No, no, I'm good. Staying fuck out of this. <laughs> yep. But they've taken the best, uh, or they've taken that diesel idea and applied so, it. Oh, it's really cool. It's very different. It essentially it adjusts. It's like a pivoting yeah. point around oh, wow. the crankshaft. Yeah, it's 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 a simple idea, but it's not that simple. Well, it's in, very complicated. In concept, I can't wait it for that is, to break. It's, it's very complicated, and yeah, as soon as one thing breaks, you're fucked. Yeah, there's a that's a lot more rotation to like there's yeah. there's a lot more hinges in there. A lot more small bits to go bang, and you're definitely not turning up any boost in that bitch. Fuck no. <laughs> well. We're in an hour. Oh, Somehow. Good. That, uh, went, that was, went real quick. That went really quick. Maybe we should choose these more, more often. No, I think, you Maybe know, we, we, had a lot, we had a lot of motorsport chat. Yeah. yeah. Had a lot of, you know, track day bro chat. And mm. we had a bit of news and it was good. It was well, good we were fresh from a four-day weekend. We did. I think that's the key. Yeah. I didn't have a four-day weekend. Two of us are refreshed from yeah, a four-day yeah, weekend. That's right. It worked the whole time. Hey, democracy works, <laughs> man. Even with rejuvenation, energy, all that sort of nonsense. Yeah. And then we right. get to have th- uh, Thursday off. I don't get to have Friday off. I do. I might have to drive down to fucking middle of nowhere again. That's good. At least you got something to do. You are driving yeah. somewhere on Saturday, though. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Cool. All right. Oh, we're going to Cruiser Park. We should say that. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. Oh, that's been looked bo- sorted, booked in, and well, stuff. Yeah. We don't need to. So we're camping at the place that we went to on that random bush bashing day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's a 20 minute drive from there to Cruiser Park. But Cruiser Park wants 60 bucks a night to camp there. Yeah. And this place is $7 a night to camp there. <laughs> and Cruiser Park Day Pass is 35 bucks. Yeah. So we're like, money. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, bye. You've been listening to Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. New episodes go live every Monday. Thanks for listening.